You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. So when you want to call, you dial that number. Call! It's the Jeep Talk Show Call-In Show with Tammy and Tony. They're going to be talking Jeeps with you. There's no show without you, so call in now. Just make the call. Good call! Hey folks, thanks for joining us on this episode 12 of the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. This is where you get a chance to call in live and talk directly to Tony and myself. Don't be shy. Call in and share your thoughts. Ask us your questions to a live person. And you never know when Josh might pop in from time to time. But hey, this show isn't about us. It's about you. Call in and tell us your story. Call in now. Oh. That's my phone. And you'll hear the Are you show on? on your phone. I know. Don't call me at home. Um, when it's your turn to call, you'll know. Just dial 302-202-1110 and enter in the code 219-835. You're supposed to say, hey, we've got a caller, but you've called the wrong number. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, my God, what do we do? <laughs> uh, it was it was really a lot of fun whenever I was trying to take uh, uh, call-ins on the house phone. And it really made it fun. You need to take that call, Tammy? No. Okay. He just came and got the phone. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was like, you know, your mom is, blah, 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 yeah. and then, oh, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> My mom's on the phone for me. Yeah. Uh, can you hold? Can the show hold for just, you know, 15 minutes? Yeah. Maybe 30? Yeah. Right. Uh, mom likes to talk. So anyway, like we like to tell you uh, where we are, because uh, we never do that in the other show. We need to do that, because I think it's pretty impressive that we uh, we do this show with people from all across the country, um, potentially it could be around from around the world. But the right. uh, but Tammy's over there in uh, Maryland, and I'm down here in Texas. Uh, and uh, of course, as you well know, uh, part of the team Red uh, Jeepers or uh, well, gosh, I guess I got three Red Jeeps here at the house. So it just uh, it just happened. You know, somebody was asking me the other day online about. Uh, boy, you really do love red, don't you? And I said, uh, well, it just happened that way. I think it's just, it was, you know, God's intention for us to have red Jeeps because when we went to look for a, a TJ, uh, a Jeep Wrangler, uh, the one that presented itself was red. It just happened to be the exact same paint code as the, the Cherokee that we already had. And, uh, then, uh, uh, before that, I had gone out and looked at the, uh, a, a 99 Cherokee that, wasn't in the greatest uh, shape physically, but uh, mechanically, it looked like it was just fine. And it was that, uh, I call it a maroon, but uh, I think it's technically called a red, or a, I forget the exact uh, paint code that they have with that. But So we wound up with three red Jeeps and uh, one black Honda. So I guess you could say the Honda is the black sheep of the family. There you go. Anyways. I'm, I'm team black, and I've actually had two black Jeeps. Oh, I didn't realize the uh, the other one was black as well. Yeah, they both were black. And it's funny because when I went looking for Jeeps both times, there was no red Jeeps on the lot. Interesting. You know, uh, just uh, occasionally stretching my legs uh, at uh, at work, I'll walk over to the window and look down at the uh, the traffic, and I see a lot of bland colors in vehicles. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. Yeah. The whites, the grays, the blacks, it, it looks yeah. like uh, the the doldrums of winter out there most of the time. And uh, I'm just really surprised that so many people buy uh, dull-colored vehicles. Uh, I know the white ones are supposed to be cheaper, 
than the other colored vehicles. Uh, but on occasion, you'll see uh, see a, a a little sprig of color in amongst all the ones that are not. So you're in good company, Tammy, because all the uh, the dark, uh, unimaginative colors dog, are, are being yeah, very yeah, well represented. Yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> you know, this show isn't about us, Tony. Um, we want people to call in. You guys call in. Tonight's question, how do you feel about stickers on your Jeep? What's your favorite sticker? Tony, do you have stickers on your Jeep? I do. I have a Jeep Talk Show sticker uh, and uh, a few uh, odds and ends stickers around. I uh, When I first started building up the Jeep, I did have uh, quite a few different ones. Uh, I thought it'd be a lot of fun to put some, uh, like a H2 recovery uh, team sticker. Right. Uh, what else? Uh, there was a, a couple other. Uh, I don't think I ever went after Toyotas or any other brands. I think the, the we all have uh, a universal dislike for the uh, seven slot uh, Hummer H2. Although I think everybody is okay with the original Hummer, the military vehicle, uh, that is a real true off-road vehicle. Uh, the H2 is just a uh, a truck. Uh, I think it was an F250 uh, truck frame and drivetrain that they stuck a different body on, and uh, it it's just big and bulky and not really meant to go off-road. My opinion. So, I saw one of them today driving um, home from work, and it had so much bling on it. Yes. It was just... You know, it, it needs to its own. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, no. you buy the vehicle, but uh, I, it, it just, it just, it's funny because uh, the people, uh, the, what do I call civilians, uh, don't yeah. really know uh, about it. They look at it like, well, that's a ooh, look, military-type vehicle. And no, a high center of gravity, uh, heavy, uh, doesn't have really the... the uh, the flex or anything to be able to go places. Plus, it's just really big, so it makes it hard to uh, get it uh, through a lot of uh, off-road obstacles. So um, it's just uh, it's just sad, really. <laughs> when you get down to it, and and the but the people drive it on the road. I mean, I think they make great uh, land yachts. The uh, the '83 Chevrolet pickup that I had back in my early twenties uh, had a four-inch lift, thirty-six and a half-inch tires, and it was a short wheelbase, so it wasn't you know a, a huge boat. But the thing was so damn big. That's all it was good for is going out on, on nice flat surfaces full of mud, or right. the, or pulling into the uh, Burger King and people going, "How do you get in that thing?" Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, but it's it was a lot of fun. I had uh, if I had if I could, I'd have another one, but couldn't drive it to work. Wouldn't fit in the parking garage. Um, so you know, gosh, I have two feet of lift between, uh, or two feet of uh, clearance between the uh, the ground and the bottom of my Jeep, and I can still drive it in a parking garage. So yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. So Tony, do you like putting stickers on, or are you are you um, pretty picky about what stickers go on your Jeep? Uh, I've gotten picky uh, after I went through a, a spasm, I guess you could say, right. of uh, putting a bunch of different stickers on the uh, rear quarter panel window. Um, I, I took them all off and initially put on a really uh, large xjtalk.com sticker to help promote uh, the xjtalk.com website. And uh, then uh, most recently, probably within a year, this uh, I don't think it's been longer than a year, um, my wife actually cut out a uh, Jeep Talk Show sticker, and the uh, xjtalk.com sticker was retired, and the Jeep yeah. Talk Show sticker was put on there. Now, there's something that I won't do uh, that you will with a sticker, and that's put it on the paint. 
Yeah, no, I, I refuse have. to put it on the paint. But that's kind of a problem uh, with the with the Wranglers. They don't have a lot of that places. There's no to, place to to put the stickers. Yeah, unless you yeah. put it on the paint. So, yeah, I have the big Jeep Talk Show sticker in the front side, up near the front door on the driver's side, and then I have, you know, the Rubicon sticker which comes with the Jeep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have the hand wave Jeep Talk Show hand wave on the back. I have my two purple hand wave stickers on my mirrors. That's not so bad. I'm putting them yeah. on the mirrors, you know, but I, I yeah. was always funny about putting stickers on the paint. I mean, I know the paint's not going to come off, but there's a, there's always discoloration because it's being protected from the uh, UV light from the sun. Right. I also have um, an extreme terrain, an XT. And I have Jeep Girls Rock, which is a Facebook um, page. Oh, I and didn't know. one of the girls who runs it, one of the ladies who runs it, she's one of the um the the spearheaders of the women's wheeling event this weekend, which I will be going to. And my Jeep Girls Rock sticker is in purple. Oh, cool. Of course, yeah. And then I have this one kind of sticks out a little because of the color. Either I have black or white stickers or purple. Um, and this one is orange. Can you guess hmm. what that one could be? The only thing I could think of would be Halloween, but I don't think you do. A, well, uh, think of one of our friends who has an orange, an orange um, theme to their their podcast. Oh, that's you're talking about the trailer trail trail, trail uh, chasers, the trail yeah. chasers uh, folks that did. Yeah. Uh, so you actually got. I didn't know you had a sticker. Uh, yeah, Cody a, sent me a, a his sticker, and I have it on. Oh, okay. I was yeah, thinking. I, I was thinking you had your sticker made from your logo. Oh no, 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 no. But I couldn't. Yet. I couldn't believe that you went with orange. So I was confused no, there. No, no, <laughs> no. Cody's Trail Chasers sticker is. That'd on. be funny. Uh, Cody makes yeah. a deal with you. I'll, I'll do you a logo, but you got to you got to put it on there right. in orange. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Yeah, it would. Um, and I've gotten lots of other stickers from you know like the Raxium lights. Um. God, I can't. JCR, uh, the stuff where we get our Molly bags from. Mm-hmm. I got stickers from them, but they're all on my toolbox. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I was talking to uh, Clyde and Tommy the other day, and they're getting a new refrigerator, and uh, oh. we uh, we are going to be sending sending them a Jeep Talk Show uh, sticker to go on the new refrigerator. Uh, it's cut, and in fact, um, my wife cut another sticker for you and another L, since that L kind of got messed up on the Jeep mm-hmm. Talk Show sticker. So I uh, hadn't told you about it yet, uh, but those will be going out. Just have to. Uh, now, how do you make those stickers? She does uh, scrapbooking, and she has one of those. Um, oh, I'm brain farting on the cutter, uh, but it's a computerized uh, cutter for paper or vinyl. Oh. And it can do. Um, She's serious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell her that she needs to put uh, put on the back of the card like it's handmade or something, something that she could put on there, and you know, so people wouldn't know it's not uh, something that uh, somebody did, or that she just went and bought. She right. actually came up with the design and put it all, cut everything and put it all together because uh, with uh, her doing it so often and with all the equipment that she has to do it with, it looks like it's a, a factory sticker. I mean, it's it's more so than a Hallmark card that you might see. But you you can't really tell that somebody made it. It's <laughs> it's like your kid um, having a, a staff to make something art for your refrigerator as opposed yeah. to you know crayons and some paper. So right. 
Uh, anyway, she, uh, I think she, she did a little stamp, uh, actually created a little stamp that she uses to put on there with her, uh, her little, uh, smiley face logo and her name mm-hmm. and, uh, signs it that way. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's done up those stickers and I think I've given her the, uh, both addresses. Uh, so hopefully that you'll be seeing that pretty soon and, uh, you can fix that little L. I don't hardly even notice it. Uh, you know, no, you, I totally you just, forgot about it until you brought it up. You kind of, you just kind of, you see the logo and it's, you know, Jeep and you figure that's talk, even if the, even right. a, a bit of the L is missing. Right. Hey folks, we're talking about stickers on your Jeep. Um, do you have a favorite and do you put them on your Jeep? Call us at 302-202-1110 and then punch in 219-835. We'd love to hear from you about your favorite sticker on your Jeep and do you even put them on your Jeep? I know some people don't like to put them on their Jeep for one, one reason or another and some people have them plastered all over their Jeep. Um, <laughs> I know soccer moms are the same way. You know, my kid's an honor student or... Oh yeah, whatever soccer club or sports club they're in. Um, those, I never put them on my soccer mom car. Yeah, are those uh, those family stickers? You know where the oh, the, yeah. stick, the stick figures? The stick figures. Oh, those just bug the crap. Aren't they annoying? Oh, I like the one where the T Rex has one of the stick figures in his mouth and blood is just Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that one. I, I, I think I've seen one where uh, there's a, a four-wheel drive uh, vehicle chasing all the stick figures. Yeah, I've seen that. Now, have you seen the one where um, it's a Jeep and one of the, the man's stick figure has the woman's stick figure bent over the Jeep? That, you and know, I think, I'm not going to say I think that's more. a little rough to put on a vehicle. Just yeah. Personally. I think it's a little rough. Yeah, got, I saw that one. I'm like, oh my goodness. You got to wonder if that's Donald Trump's vehicle when you see someone yeah, like that. Yeah, well, it could be. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the uh, have you seen the one where the there's you know where the man and the woman uh, is? Either the man is missing. I mean, there's a, a slot open, and then oh, there's yeah, a, yeah. a little arrow that apply says apply here, apply here, or this spot yeah. open. <laughs> yeah, I especially like the one where it shows there's a a lady. Now this is a minivan, of course lady and has like six kids and there's a little spot that says the position available or something i'm like yeah you know with six kids you've done all the positions lady <laughs> so anyway yeah call in oh i see we do have a caller it looks like a new caller too hey uh, thanks for calling the uh, jeep talk call and show who do we have what's your jeep and tell us about your stickers uh my name's uh christopher dean on facebook um i guess uh the people or the people who know me call me wave damn it uh, <laughs> from my windshield stickers yeah I was trying to uh, pull up a, a picture to post on the Facebook uh, page there but um, I'll have to do that later I guess but I've got in big letters wave damn it across um, windshields of both my exes that's now, pretty cool. Now, Chris, is this your first time calling in, or did you call in before? Uh, this is my first time calling in. I did leave a uh, a review last week, I guess it was. Because I remember yes. the sticker. Yeah. I remember the sticker about the wave damage. Wave damage. I do too. Yeah, and I couldn't remember if it was uh, from a call in or a voicemail. I bet you it was a voicemail, or maybe maybe it was a. It was a review. Yeah, I was going to say maybe it was a review. Yeah. Yeah, we got review. a we got a big yeah. chuckle out of that. Good. I'm glad. I uh, I usually get a a good reaction out of uh, few people. You know, the Cherokees 
don't get as much love as the Wranglers, but with oh, and did you say around, no one ha- no one waves to you? I'm sorry. Didn't you say something that no one really waves to you? Oh no no no! They, I, oh, I get yeah. a lot of waves. Um, oh, you do. But, uh, you know, you always see the the waves are always shared between the Wranglers. That is true. My uh, both of my XJs they're they're far from stocked. Um, so of course I always get waves. Yeah, I've heard that the the more built uh, a Jeep, the the less um, lack of arrogance there is <laughs> as far as the waves and the not waves. So it's like if somebody's taking the the trouble to either uh, buy one that's built or more than likely built it themselves, it's uh, it's 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 worth the wave, a nod of the head, and a and a wave for uh, you know uh, a good try at least. Absolutely. So I'm sorry. It's I'm, kind of a shame too. Uh, I. I I had a uh, girlfriend who had a an XJ. Um, you know, it wasn't lifted or anything. It had a couple things done to it, but she wouldn't get as much love. But still, had uh, the Jeep Jeep uh, thing running through her veins. So now, now uh, was that a requirement for a girlfriend? Did she have to have a Jeep? Um, it was uh-huh. a, it was a, definitely a plus. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> So I'm sorry. Did, what what do you have? Uh, what do you drive mainly? Uh, well, now I um, I'm driving a uh, a Dodge uh, Ram 2500 with a Cummings, mainly to uh, eventually tow my uh, Jeeps around. But I've got a '93 XJ, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's red, very beautiful. <laughs> And then, uh, hang on, I hang on, wait, have... wait, 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 wait a second. Good job, uh, good job. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to play the, uh, the Red, Red Jeeps are sexy. No, he's, he's got all these different little gizmos <laughs> he's going to play anytime someone mentions it. He's rotating them. Well, um, so. Just don't say Red Jeep corner, again. I've got a 96 XJ. Um, that I call uh, duck, as in the ugly duckling. <laughs> but she is black. Yay! Uh. <laughs> it's not fair because we can't play these sounds. <laughs> now, if I was more prepared, I'd play something. I don't know how well it would come through the phone, but. That's very true. That's the that's the same problem Tammy has. So, do you have any stickers on those on those jeeps? Yes, I've got. Um, of course, I've I've got the uh, the windshield decals. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, I have a lot of stickers, mainly on the uh, rear driver's side. You know, the one that you don't really see out of. Right. Um, and I'll I'll put stickers on there, like you know things that relate to me places i've been stuff like that um i will not put any uh any company stickers or decals on the outside of the vehicle unless they're unless they're advertising or uh sponsoring i was gonna say unless they're sponsoring you (laughs) i will i will not advertise (laughs) for free anyway uh, right yeah. Well, well, that's kind of the problem I have when well, you when you spend a, a bunch of money at a, at a dealership, and then they have the audacity to put a sticker 
advertising their dealership on you know on the paint on the usually on the rear of the vehicle and, and also too the one that I really hate is the license plate uh, the little thing that goes around the license plate that is also uh, dealer specific and I, that's one of the first things I pull off because you know if you want to you know drop this the price of this vehicle fifty or a hundred dollars a month for me advertising great otherwise this is get, I'm coming that's coming off here as soon as po- humanly possible absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I do like uh, different brands, you know, certain things that uh, that I've bought and I think that have enhanced my Jeep or enhanced the look of the the Jeep. Certainly, the the handling capabilities. Uh, I and I certainly don't mind uh, advertising those things. Um, so, uh, I will put manufacturer uh, decals on there. Um, I was going to ask you if there's any manufacturer you absolutely wouldn't uh, wouldn't display, but uh, since you don't display any of them that aren't sponsoring you, I'd say you probably don't have any on there. Actually, I do. The, uh, display is a good way to put it. Um, they are all hidden under the uh, the hood of of the uh, the Jeep. Oh, that's uh, a good the idea. The red one, XJ, the one I've, I've built from ever since it was just a little baby. Um, all of the uh, the, the brand um, decals and stickers are, are slapped up under there. So, I've heard of other people um, doing that as well. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I saw somebody do it at uh, Jeff Daniels Jeeps up in uh, Harleyville, PA. I used to be stationed up there. I thought that was a good idea, and uh, especially after all the money I was spending on that stuff, I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Remember all the money you spent? <laughs> I remember this. I remember that. Yeah, thousand yeah, dollars. that's my uh, my little receipt book there, I guess. And so also, Tony, I didn't want to look like these racers driving around. So, Tony, you know, um, Christopher lives probably, what, 40 minutes to an hour from me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, hopefully, maybe one day we'll cross paths and we'll be able to to do the Jeep wave to each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you go um, to uh, Roche Creek at all? Uh, I've been there a couple times. First time I went was several years ago, but I... Uh, I haven't been back since, and um, other than beach riding and some mild trail riding, right. I haven't really done much of uh, some technical things. So I do really need to get go out there and take a take a course. Yeah, they have some really good um, instruction classes out there, and they have lots of mild trails where you you know the green trails are pretty mild. Um, so I always have a great time. Yeah, I like I said um, in the review, you know, I've heard several, um, several of these shows, and you're talking it up, and I thought, man, I really got to get out there again. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a good time, and the, Kyle, the instructor up there, he's phenomenal, and he gives you so many tips and so many just great advice um, things. I mean, I don't know. I was not an experienced off-roader at all. Didn't know anything about vehicles. And um, he was a really, really good instructor. I had a great time. Sounds like he's really patient on the, uh, the videos. Some of the oh, videos yeah. you've put, put up. Yeah, he is. He's, and it's just a gr- good group of people up there. They do um, monthly trail rides. You don't necessarily have to do the class. You could, if you don't have anyone to go off-roading with, 
you can just sign up for their monthly trail rides. Um, and they're usually the green trails. Um, and that's always a fun time too. So if you ever decide yeah, to go up there, let me know. Maybe we can. Yeah, I'd love up to. And- I mean, uh, I've got a lot of Jeep buddies here. Um, we're dying to get it, get back out there. It's been too long. Yeah, if but you don't it, it know would be the good park, to get on the uh, the bunny trails and whatnot, and yeah. build up our confidence again, or at least for exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah, if you don't know the trails and you don't know your way around, and you have a group of people, the monthly trail ride is the perfect because they have somebody that will guide you, um, and they'll take you wherever you want to go. So, uh, Chris, I would assume you've got uh, the tow point set up on your vehicle, uh, any kind of uh, a lift, and. Well, I would just, which one of the two do you normally take or do you just uh, try to uh, uh, rotate them? Uh, well, the red one, um, XJ, uh, is what I named her, real original. Um, she's been the main wheeler. Uh, the black one, Duck, I actually bought off of Keep uh, Form or, or one of those websites um, a couple years ago. Uh, and it turned out it was only the next neighborhood over. Oh wow! You know, the national website, but um, I uh, I bought that only for parts. Turned out the thing was a manual, so it's been great to drive. Um, it's been a blast to drive. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, um, I usually just wheel the red one. Well, it makes sense. Uh, when that, you, it makes sense when you I, think uh, about it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, you you only wheel a red one. That makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> I was waiting for Tammy. I'm not even. No, I'm not. Waiting for ask. Tammy to roll her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have you done to it, Chris? Uh, does it have a lift? Uh, what size lift? What size tires? Um, the red one. I've got. Uh, originally lifted it three and a half inches on a Rubicon Express lift, um, and then uh, then boosted it up with. Uh, some um, shackles and the JK adjustable coilover spacers mm-hmm. um, to, I don't know, it's got to be sitting five and a half, maybe six right. inches wow. on uh, 33, 1250 BS Goodridge mud trains. I've got a 4.7 liter ATK uh, stroker in it, and uh, man, it'll it'll snap your neck at a in four level. It's <laughs> it's dorky. Did you have any problem with the? Uh, did you have any problem with the the computer whenever you uh, built that stroker? Was your uh, did it? Uh, uh, I've I've read uh, some things about the ECM uh, not liking the information that is getting uh, from the stroker, the sensors, the sensor information not being exactly what it expects. Um, nothing too terrible. I it, it hasn't been smooth sailing. I'll say that, and maybe <laughs> yeah. that's because of that. It's not a, not a bridge I've crossed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, just for getting from point A to point B, the thing still is, I mean, it's it's kicking ass. That's great. <laughs> but, uh, the only the only issue that I have had with it is at the, the poor transmission, which I hear these things are unstoppable. Um. I've just never had luck with the with, with the automatic transmission. Another reason why I like the manual and the other 
Well, the manual is so so much easier to uh, to work on and, and much more bulletproof. Yeah, I've I've heard that too. The AW4s last a really long time, uh, but they if you put too much uh, too much power and torque to them, they can cause it can cause an issue. Uh, I think there's some things that you can do to it that will more than compensate for any additional power and torque. But there's there's things you do have to do. Um, seems like they were used. Uh, the same transmission was used in like a Toyota. A Supra or something, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. apparently, apparently, yeah, apparently, in a high horsepower environment, it was just fine. But it, I, I can't remember if it was different clutches or maybe the the band pressure or something was different. I wonder if I could just pull a Supra uh, transmission and just slap it in there. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be. God, there was there was something. Know. Yeah, there was something I read about that. Um, I don't think so, but I think there's a kit that you can put in an AW4 that basically makes it into the same um, type of uh, rating where you can get the, uh, the handle the same horsepower and torque. I have um, this transmission. I don't know anything about automatic transmissions, but the guy who has been helping helping me, he did a uh, like an upgraded valve spring. Right. Hit or something. I don't know if that's. I could just be sounding like an idiot right now, but. Uh-huh. I, well, not to me. I remember him saying. <laughs> Sound really that, smart to me. I know, right? <laughs> I'm still learning. Started in 2006, and I'm still learning. Yeah, we we all we all are still learning. Don't let anybody kid you. They nobody knows it all. Steve even tells you that he's uh, he's learning. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of good information you guys uh, are uh, have been playing on the, on the, all these podcasts. Well, that's great. We appreciate the yeah. I'm so so glad you gave us a review. I'm really glad you called in. I hope you continue um, to listen to us and call in again, Tony. Oh, we're we are past our 15 minute mark for the sticker talk, yeah. which I think. Um, the next fifteen was talk about whatever you want, which we, we handled that too. We've been, yeah, we've been doing that with Chris. <laughs> it's really great to talk to I other like jeepers, huh? I said I like the. Wow, that took a long time for that to mute. I was just going to tell Chris, thanks a lot for calling in. That we oh. we had to run. Uh, sorry about that, Chris. Chris just yeah. ran out of time. I think he said he likes the podcast. I am. I'm glad he called in, Chris. I hope you continue to call in. I hope someday that I'll see you up there. In the Frederick area, um, we we go up there quite a bit. Um, anyway, the the second half of the show, we usually talk about whatever we, you know, whatever the caller wants to talk about, which we did with Chris, and he told us about his Jeeps and the things he's done to his Jeeps. And it's so interesting to hear from just just oh, anybody to listen to, talking yeah. about all their, their Jeep experiences. Hey, Tony, I was thinking next week for the call um, – we could talk about what is your favorite Jeep adventure? What was your favorite Jeep adventure? That's a good idea. Um, now, yeah. t- now, Tammy, let me ask you, and you can say no. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We just got a new caller in. Do you oh. want you want to go a couple more minutes? Yeah, and see if this I'm, other I'm caller? good to go. Yep, I'm good to go. Hey, caller, thanks for calling in. Uh, who do we have, and uh, what uh, Jeep stickers do you have? Did you click the button? Because I just clicked it, and it went to mute. I didn't click anything. All right, so funny business. It's taken a real long time for it to react. Okay, now you're on the air, uh, caller. Who, who do we have? Hey, this is Brad. Hey, Brad, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> so, 
So what what kind of Jeep do you drive? So I just bought my fifth Jeep Cherokee XJ. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm a big fan. I have a, I actually have a Jeep tattoo on my arm. Oh, no. That is, <laughs> so, uh, a, that is a fan. I take it pretty serious. <laughs> so at what point, what number Jeep was it that you, you felt that you started having a problem? <laughs> Honestly, the first one. My first Jeep was, uh, I was 21 years old. It was a 95 YJ, four-cylinder manual with, uh, that I actually bought from my brother. He had, dri- he had bought it and driven it until he threw the timing chain on it. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, and he was like, hey, you know, I, I was looking for a vehicle, and I had never really been interested in Jeeps before. And I had a little bit of mechanical experience. So I'm like, hey, you know, it's I can't I can't do any worse. You know, I can't hurt it anymore. Right. That's true. So I threw a timing chain on it and I lucked out. It happened to be fine. And so I drove that for a year and a half. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And then um, but it, the person, people that had owned it before, lots of people had worked on it and done all sorts of redneck engineering on it. So <laughs> I yeah. finally got tired of trying to fix all the crazy stuff that other people had done to it. And I didn't love the four cylinder. So I decided to sell it. And, uh, and then I bought my first XJ and I've been hooked on XJs ever since. So, so, uh, I was just going to say, you know, since you bought that from your brother, if things didn't work out, you could always say, well, it wasn't really my fault. My brother tore it up before I got it. So you were kind of covered it any way you exactly. looked at it. <laughs> so so what, I figured, you know, I, I, uh, since he was my brother, I, I just made a payment plan with him. Oh, if I didn't yeah. get it going, I could always just not pay him. Right. That, that's that, true. That, that works out. Come repo it. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> so, so, uh, but luckily it worked out and I paid it for him. So. so you do, does that mean you've, you've, uh, you've owned a total of five Jeeps or you currently have five Jeeps in your possession? No, I, uh, in my possession, I actually have zero, um, oh, no. the Jeep that I just bought, I'll try to keep this short, but the Jeep that I just bought, I'm buying from my brother-in-law, um, who lives in Utah where I used to live and, uh, he bought his, it's a, it's a 97, uh, he bought it. And then I bought about two weeks later, I bought a 92 Jeep Cherokee, which was my third Cherokee, mm-hmm. um, and then his shortly after that, his started having an engine knock. And so, um, he was looking for a motor and, uh, although I loved my Jeep, it had a lot of nice mods on it, but the body was completely trashed. I had a ton of rust and just mm. didn't look very good. And I was single at the time. So I was trying to find something that the ladies would like a little bit more. <laughs> and I had come across a 2000 Jeep Cherokee that had a blown head gasket. And so I picked that up rebuilt the motor and then took the lift and the axles and everything off of my 92 and put it on my 2000 and gave the motor to my brother-in-law because he knew he was going to need it down the road. Mm-hmm. And now three years later, uh, the, the motor finally did crap out on him last year. Um, and he was going to fix it. He was going to fix it, never got around to it. And so, uh, I, I made an offer and he, he accepted. So now I'm going to get his Jeep and my motor and hopefully get it all back together and working again. Wow, so, that's a lot of work. Goes. So I, I have to ask uh, this uh, this Cherokee that you the two thousand. What color is it? White. <laughs> oh, pew! 
Tammy so, was okay. Tammy was Here, bracing herself. <laughs> I uh, I I just started listening to you guys about two weeks ago, and I haven't been able to stop. I've been binge binge listening nonstop. And oh, thank so I've you. I've been wanting to call in for for about a week now, and uh, um, the two big things I wanted to comment on was uh, white white jeeps are the best. Although I have technically owned one red jeep and no oh. black jeeps. The oh, white, white wind, down. <laughs> and I've also named almost all of my Jeeps. Oh. So that was the two big things. I was like, oh, I got to tell them. Yes. Yeah. So. so what names have you named them? Did you name them or did other people name them? So it was like like you guys were talking about some of the other podcasts. They they kind of all got their own names. Uh, so either things that, they, that happened with the Jeep where mm-hmm. I came up with the name or other people. It was kind of both ways. Right. So my, my black... My, my uh, first Jeep w- was the YJ Wrangler, and that actually was black. So I guess I, I technically was fibbing okay, when I said I've go. never owned a black one, but I prefer red, so red or white. But anyways, <laughs> um, and then my next was a red XJ, and uh, her name was Jizabella. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, I'll keep it clean. So when I <laughs> got it, for that. I got it from... Uh, <laughs> from a friend and and it had been beat really bad i mean it was in bad shape it probably should have just been put out of its misery but i was a stubborn son of a gun so i decided to to buy it and try to bring it back to life but it just leaked oil everywhere i went i mean not just leaving a little puddle when you parked it i mean it left a trail of oil everywhere i went so um eventually i finally figured out that uh that the vibration dampener had separated and worn a hole through the timing chain cover. Oh my goodness. So when that motor was running, it was dumping oil. I mean, it was, wow. I put gas in it and have to put one or two quarts of oil in it every time I filled it up. That's so that amazing. went on for well, probably about a month. And then finally I was like, nope, it's time. It's time to rebuild it. We got to, you know, I got to do this. And I had never rebuilt a motor by myself at that point in my life. And all my family and friends was like, don't do it. You'll never get it running again, you know? And so I finally just did it. And it took me about a month just working on it in mm-hmm. the evenings after work and on the weekends. But it ended up running really nice. It was a great awesome. jeep after that. It's surprisingly Until easy, I isn't it? it in a river. And then oh. it got its second name, which is <laughs> the Red Submarine. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they're yeah. they're amazingly so that, they're amazingly easy to work yeah. on. So it's a bit nerve wracking because yeah. when you you go to make that first start, you go, oh, no matter how many times you've done it, it's like, oh, come on, baby, you got to start, you got to start. For sure, and I can't tell you how many jeeps I've done motor swaps on or uh, rebuilds, and uh, I go to start it and it doesn't start, and for some reason, those stinking XJs, especially the older ones, every time you you even think about touching that motor, the crank position sensor goes bad on them. And, uh, so after the first couple of times of that happening to me, you know, I thought, Oh, there's no way that it could happen every time. And I kept having the same stupid problem. So now it's the, now it's my go-to move. If the Jeep doesn't run or start, that's the first thing I check instead of the last thing I check. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you put in the, uh, the El Cheapo, uh, uh, CPS is in there, or do you go and uh, go down to the uh, Crosser dealership and get the the factory CPS to go in it? You know what? I I mostly have just been putting like you know AutoZone or O'Reilly right. in there. I don't. Uh, 
for the longest time I was, I was super dedicated to, a, uh, to AutoZone because they have such good re- return policy and, uh, most, you know, you can get almost any part with a lifetime warranty, but it didn't take too long to figure out that, yeah, that's all good and fine, except for they don't compensate you for your time. Exactly. And after you change the same part so many times, you just realize that a lifetime warranty really doesn't mean a whole lot if the part's just garbage to begin with. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lot like that um, movie. But uh, yeah, I don't. A lot like that movie Tommy Boy, where he's trying to sell those brakes, and uh, you can buy the brakes with a lifetime guarantee. And then there's that joke about the butcher and looking up the cow's butt. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I definitely want to exactly. recommend, recommend to you and everybody else that if you're going to put a, a crank position sensor in your vehicle, get it from the dealership. Uh, it will, it, it will be, uh, you'll have a lot less issues. It's a critical piece, uh, to keep the Jeep running. It's not going to cause a problem when it, uh, I mean, the, it's not going to break anything whenever it goes out. It's just not going to run. And just, you know, you don't need that aggravation. Right. So. It's uh, it's probably exactly. it's I think it's like 120 bucks uh for it which is a lot of money uh frankly but uh for, for you to yeah. be able to go out there and start it and drive it that's uh that's kind of nice to have that feeling that it's going to work. Probably well worth it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more that it's just not worth a little bit of money you save by going going cheap, you know, it's just not worth it, especially with how how tricky those can be to replace and Oh yeah. and and uh, how important they are, you know, to it running. So uh, I, I totally agree. It would have been nice if they had actually put two on there so that the computer would have been able to read, uh, you know, one or the other or, or, you know, read them both. And then when one failed, it could continue running and just uh, throw you a warning. Right. And the great part, the well, great thing and, is and the AutoZone. Of- I'm sorry. The great thing about having the AutoZone CPS is you can throw it in the glove compartment and ha- you have it in case the other one goes out. Very true. Well, and I found two, uh, w- uh, quite a few sensors on on most vehicles, not just Jeeps, but in general. If the sensor completely fails, the computer usually has some type of fallback, so it'll continue to run and then give you a check engine c- code. Where, the, but the TPS is definitely, or not TPS, the crank position sensors is one of those ones where. If it fails, it doesn't run. And that's, so that's true. Kind of frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. So, but yeah. Well, so, and then just a few of my other Jeeps. I had a I had a white Jeep Cherokee. Uh, her name was Snow White. So she huh. just. I was living in Utah at the time, working at a ski resort, and it just ate up the snow. There was nowhere it couldn't go, and so uh, it just seemed seemed right. And then. Uh, Trying to think, I had the Silver Bullet was was my '92 Silver Cherokee. That that one was one of the only ones I've ever bought that was already lifted when I bought it, and it actually ended up having uh, it had a Dana 44 front and rear with Detroit lockers, and I had oh, no idea gee. when I bought it. And the person I bought it from had no idea that, what they had, and so I got a screaming deal on it, and I driving it around next, you know, the next week or two like what is going on at this front end it just keeps making all these funny noises on the turns and stuff and so i took it to my buddy who's uh even more mechanically inclined than i am and he's like dude i'm pretty sure you got a locker in there and i'm like no and so we crack it open sure enough wow and so that was pretty awesome yeah so what happened to those 44s uh, one of my biggest regrets so when I stripped that Jeep down, I took the lift, 
and put it on my new Jeep and I gave the motor to my brother-in-law and I sold the axles. I should have kept them. Well, it was one of those things. I mean, I got a pretty good deal. I want to say I sold them for, I think like 1200 bucks a piece. mm -hmm. So it ended up being pretty good, but, oh, it's it's a lot harder to replace you know, I, I know what you mean for that same price. Yeah, so. I, I know what you mean. But whenever you need the money for other things, it's kind of hard to justify uh, sitting on the 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 equipment. But yeah, that would have been a that would have been a hard thing exactly. to uh, to to pass up. Well, Brad, thanks a lot for giving us a call tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and also, too, I wanted to mention to you, uh, you don't have to wait uh, to call in to interact with us because we have a, a brand new forum called the Jeep jeep talk forum and uh, the great thing about the uh, the forum is well two things number one you're not going to get uh, blasted over there for dumb questions or any posts that you that you put that somebody you know may uh, on a normal uh, everyday website uh, <laughs> that you get uh, chewed up on for asking a stupid question we don't do that and the other great thing is is that you can go over there and post up pictures of your rig uh, or rigs in your case yeah definitely i'd love to see pictures of all your jeeps brad we we all like pictures, I think. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and I'd love to find out. Um, I was going to ask him this, but um, we have to get going here. But maybe maybe he can shoot us an email or post up on the forum on how he um, found out about the podcast in the first oh, place. Oh yes, that would be great. I, I'd be curious to to hear that. But Tony, I think we have surpassed our thirty minute mark. Well, we got to be uh, here for the callers. I mean, that's why yeah, we're here. Yeah, it was so. a great show tonight. I love hearing from all the different people from all over the country um, and about their Jeeps. Um, so don't forget, every Tuesday night, Tony and I are here at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern. And we love to hear from you. Hey, if you're getting here just now for the show and you go, damn it, I missed it again, don't worry because we're going to publish the show here within the next hour, hour and a half, so you'll be able to listen. We'll be able to call in, but there's always next week, just like Tammy says, every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time, come over here and join us. We love hearing your stories, love talking to you about your Jeeps, and of course, hearing when you have a red one. Yeah, no, we love hearing when you have a black one, <laughs> or used to have a black one. You can have any color Jeep in your uh, your, and actually, you can not have a Jeep. Just want to talk about Jeeps or ask what's the deal with these Jeeps and what's all this waving I see going on between the these Jeeps as they're passing on the road. They don't wave at me, but they wave at each other. What is it like a Mason Mason handshake or something? I, I am starting to wave at Jeep when I see him. Well, you damn well better. Hey, folks, and don't forget, Thursday night, Tony, Josh, and I are here at thejeeptalkshow.com, and we will be going recording live at um, 10 o'clock Central every Thursday night on the Jeep Talk Show, so don't forget about that either. Oh, and uh, I forgot to mention, uh, we are, I have a special announcement uh, coming up on November the 8th. Uh, you guys know about uh, Tommy and Clyde over at the Roadhouse, the Paps Boys. If you don't, you need to go to YouTube and uh, check them out. Uh, lots of great, informative, and very funny videos. They're going to be joining us uh, right here on the Jeep Talk Call-In Show, taking your calls and questions and uh, witty comments. Uh, November the 8th, 8 p.m. Central Time, uh, Tommy and Clyde, the Paps Boys from the Roadhouse. We will see you guys Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everyone. Black Jeeps rock.